What's going on, you guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Several Streams of Income by your boy, Spooky Gradivis. Right now, by the time of this podcast recording, it's still spooky, but when it airs out, it's going to be Grateful Gradivis because I am truly grateful this month that we made it this freaking far. <laughs> That's a blessing by God, in all honesty, but let's get right back into it. I just want to share just a little bit of terminology before we continue to move forward. We're going to have some terms that are used in the stock world, option world, that I want you guys to understand for basics, right? Basic terminology of options. First one, obvious one, strike price. This one is pretty easy to figure out. What is a strike price? Um... If I want to buy an Apple $150 call, the strike price is $150, right? So that does not mean the price I have to pay to obtain that contract. That is the bid or the ask, sometimes the mark, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get that in a couple seconds. But um, strike price is the price for the call to get... um, to be worth something or okay strike price okay let me go back a little bit yeah. but just remember that's what stri- the strike is apple 150 dollar call apple 150 put right a call is something that gives me the right to basically purchase um a call is something that basically gives me the right to pur- i think i said this in the episode but a call is basically something that gives me the right to purchase 100 shares at a certain price, right? So if I got an Apple $150 call, if Apple goes up to $160, I still have the right to buy 100 shares at only $150. Make sense? A put is the opposite. It gives me the right to sell 100 shares at this price, right? Now, as you can see, we're going by hundreds. So the option contract prices are also going to be by hundreds, but we'll get into that in a second. So we have the right to sell 100 shares of Apple at a certain price. So Apple 150 put, if Apple goes down to 140, and I have 100 shares of Apple I'm trying to get rid of because obviously it's going down, but I have a put. I can exercise and use that put. Or if I just want to sell the put and sell my Apple stock, it's going to be pretty much the same money regardless, right? Because that put's going to be worth more. But I have the right to sell 100 Apple shares of Apple at whatever price, you know what I'm saying, for $150. Even though the price is 140, you know what I'm saying. Now that's that. So the strike in that situation, the put is the right, the price that I have the right to sell it at. For a call, it's the price I have the right to buy a certain stock at, right? So that's a strike. That's the difference between a put and a call. Expiration dates are when your contract expires. Now, there are different things like uh, American ex, uh, exercise contract and then European exercise contract style. But we're not going to get into that because that's really, 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 really irrelevant because we're not. Um, dang. We're not going to be exercising any contracts here today. Halloween. Crazy, right? Um so yeah that's that and what else 
So expiration is when a contract becomes null and void. If you don't sell it or you don't exercise, most brokers will automatically sell it for you to these hedge funds that have created the contracts for us to use. And they'll automatically sell it to them because they're really the ones that buys and sells in the hundreds and thousands. And they really actually exercise these contracts. We don't. Um, so there's that. And then call put strike. Oh, expiration date and underlying. The last thing we're going to be talking about Apple would be the underlying in this scenario because it's an Apple 150 call, Apple 150 put. So both of these are what we would call underlying, meaning that the underlying is the asset being uh, used. So sometimes this can be an index fund like SPY, 450, 460 call. Uh, IWM, uh, 290, 260, 240 call, you know what I'm saying? Or a 220 put, you know? Um, Bitcoin even has their own options chain. Bitcoin, 66,000 call bitcoin 50,000 put you know as you can see these are not just random numbers i'm spinning out these numbers are close to it and that brings us to our final bit of terminology in the money and at the money and out the money so let's use our bitcoin example right 70,000 right now bitcoin is at around 60,000 right big if we buy a bitcoin 70,000 dollar call that it would be out of the money, meaning that Bitcoin is not at 70,000. So the value of that contract would be nothing but what we would call an options. Um, give me one second. The value of that contract, it would still cost money. Even though theoretically it would be useless, you know what I'm saying? It would have no intrinsic value. It would have a lot of extrinsic value. Intrinsic value is the value of an option if it were to be ex expired today, right? Theoretically, if it were to expire today, it would have no value because Bitcoin's not at 70000 But it does have extrinsic value because it has value in time. It has the ability to get up there, you know, with the things we talked about earlier. Gamma, Theta, Vega, IV, Delta. It has the ability to get up there. We know that. But it's the intrinsic value. Forget everything I said earlier. Intrinsic value is the value if it were to expire today. Extrinsic value is the value that it has because of time on its side. Which is why some even at the money call, which if it's out the money right now at 70000 it would be in the money if it was 70000 put because you have the right to sell uh, 100 bitcoins at um, at $70,000, which is a $10,000 profit or 20 because of that 50, 10,000 pro profit because of that 60,000. So that's what that is. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's in the money for that put, but it's out the money for the call. And you can pretty much figure out the rest. Uh, for an in-the-money call, it would be 50000 for Bitcoin because it's under what it is right now. So you'd get $10,000 profit. And out-the-money put would be a 50000 put for Bitcoin because it's not... If it were to expire today, nobody would want it. You know, why would you sell 
hundred of your Bitcoin when it's at sixty thousand on the market for fifty thousand on the contract. You know what I'm saying? At the money, it just at the money. You know, it's just where it's at right now. At the money can be very subjective. Sometimes it's on or off by a couple points, like a couple, couple cents, dollars, small digits, insignificant relatively, on. Uh, to the price, you know what I'm saying? If it's not the first, what, four digits, you know what I'm saying? First four digits are the same, I would say it's in, it's at the money, you know? Or first two or three, depending on the IV. And IV is important, especially for at the money, you know what I'm saying? But we won't get into that for spreads because, you know, a Tesla at the money can be very different than a Google at the money, even though Google is a more expensive and higher share. The IV in Tesla would make all the difference in terms of spreads. But yeah, um, that's pretty much it for going forward. Uh, thank you again for listening to another episode of Several Streams of Income. We love you guys. Thank you so much for the support. We really do. It's been a little bit bumpy lately, but we're back on track temporarily <laughs> and for as long as we can be trying to make another 100 episode homestead and uh we'll be going into this 2022 um crypto is going to be good right now the first couple episodes is real easy to understand we're going to be going to some flow very soon after we talk about iv that's what we're going into but um i'm excited i mean things are going to get complicated really quickly i'm not gonna lie though we're going to look at very advanced method methods on how to read an options chain. Uh, very advanced methods when it comes to using spreads to predict stock price in the future. Uh, using options to predict what institutional investors are putting their money in investing and seeing right now too. Using options to predict earnings and other things of that sort. But I'm real, um, real hype <laughs> to do what especially with you guys. I uh, really do appreciate y'all for listening and tuning in. And again, this has been another episode of Several Streams of Income with Gradivis, a.k.a. David Ramos. Love you guys and take care.